Hello everyone. How are you today? Welcome to Tall Tales with Alex, your gateway into a universe of adventure and discovery. It's so great to have you with me for today's journey. We're going to use our imaginations today, so get ready to think up all kinds of amazing things. Maybe you could keep using your imagination to do some drawings of our adventure today. I'd love to see what you create. To the parents, guardians and teachers, you can find me at Tall Tales Alex on Twitter and Tall Tales with Alex on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to be the first to find out when a new story has been uploaded. Now, let's dive into a world of imagination. I want you to imagine the front of a shop. Welcome to the magical snow globe shop of Mrs. Cardinal. Let's walk in through the front door. Mrs. Cardinal's shop has so many snow globes on so many shelves that you can't even see the back of the shop. And the shelves are so high that you can't even see the ceiling. Nobody knows where Mrs. Cardinal came from or how long the shop has been there because the shop has been there longer than anyone's been alive. Mrs. Cardinal's snow globes are magical and every single one is different. They're magical because as we look at them, the snow globes take us to an amazing world far away from the one we're in now. Keep using your imagination and let's walk over to a shelf and pick up a snow globe. Wow, that's an interesting globe. Inside this snow globe is a pirate ship. The ship is sitting on the brightest blue water you've ever seen. Instead of snow, there's lots of little bits of golden glitter, like tiny bits of treasure floating all around it. This is the story of a pirate ship called the Golden Plunder and its captain, the famous pirate Old Jim Fishbreath. Old Jim Fishbreath had been sailing the seven seas since he could walk. When he was just a lad, he strolled on down to the nearest pirate ship he could find, climbed aboard and declared himself captain. Even at that age, nobody dared challenge him. He had a gruff voice and loved to shout things like, All hands ahoy! And climb the Jacob's Ladder! And... Bring me another tuna sandwich! Now he was an old man. The captain had one of the biggest and fastest pirate ships in all the seas. The Golden Plunder. And it had the most enormous sails you've ever seen. Old Jim Fishbreath could afford such an amazing pirate ship because he'd spent his life gathering treasures from all all across the world. It was said that when the golden plunder would find land, the crew would take down one of the sails, lay it down on the beach, and use it as a full football pitch. That's how big each sail was. And how many sails do you think the golden plunder had? I'll tell you, it had 20 sails. The outside of the ship was made entirely of gold. 
It shone so bright in the sun that all the Queen's ships could see it from miles away, and they would turn their boats around and sail as quick as they could in the opposite direction. The ship had 150 cannons and was crewed by 300 of the most impressive pirates the world had ever seen. The ship had so much money that each and every one of the hammocks they slept in was made of the finest silk, and each had an enormous marshmallow for a pillow. They were so comfortable when they slept that they often didn't wake up until the afternoon. A ship as magnificent as this could only be captained by a pirate who looked just as brilliant. Old Jim Fishbreath wore a bright blue pirate's coat, with golden buttons that were shined every day by a member of his crew. His pirate hat was so big that anyone who stood next to him was standing in shadow. But the most interesting thing about old Jim Fishbreath was his peg leg. Now, there were many pirates on the seven seas that had peg legs, but they were not like old Jim's. Old Jim's peg leg was made entirely out of gold and covered in rubies and other such precious gems. It had once been a royal staff belonging to the king of a great country, but now it was Old Jim's peg leg. But even though Old Jim Fishbreath had as much gold as you could imagine, there was one bit of treasure that he had always wanted. For as long as he could remember... Old Jim had been chasing a whale named Gertrude. Many years ago, she had swallowed a huge ship whole, and that ship was said to be carrying a vast treasure chest. That ship now sat inside the belly of Gertrude, treasure and all. After many weeks, Old Jim Fishbreath had found Gertrude in the middle of an enormous ocean. He cried, There she be, a pack of good-for-nothings! There's Gertrude! Let down the sails, full steam ahead! The pirates clambered and climbed all over the ship as the captain's right-hand man, one-armed Steve, as he happened to lose his right hand to a shark, walked over to him and said, You're so close now, Captain. All all these years chasing Gertrude, and and finally she's in sight. Old Jim let out an enormous, What What will you do with the gold? asked Steve. Why, the same thing as always, Old Jim chuckled. Buy myself a lovely new outfit, and then bury the rest on an island somewhere, making sure to blindfold the crew so nobody will ever know where it was hidden. Steve hesitated for a moment, but then spoke up and said, Uh, Well, well, that sounds rather lovely, Captain, Uh, but do you think it might be a good idea to share some of it with the crew? Old Jim looked down at Steve and let out an enormous laugh. (laughs) And why would I do that? I'm the captain. This is my ship. Steve bravely spoke up and said, But, Captain, your crew of pirates have been with you for so long, and they've sailed so far with you. They've made you a very rich man. Uh, Don't you think they should get some treasure as a thank you? But the captain didn't hear a word of it over the loud noise of the wind howling and the pirates being busy all over the ship. The golden plunder was now moving so fast through the water 
that every pirate wearing a hat had to hold on as tight as they could to it so it didn't blow off their heads. The ship was gaining on the enormous whale very fast and the crew began to cheer in excitement. But nobody was happier than old Jim. Gertrude was getting nearer and nearer and nearer when suddenly she spun around in the water and faced the golden plunder. As the ship sped towards her, she dived under the water, sending splashes up into the air that covered all the pirates on board, and she swam right underneath. Huge waves crashed and the ship rocked from side to side as the great beast swam underneath. The captain hobbled across the deck on his peg leg and leaned over the banister. If it hadn't been for one hand Steve, he would have toppled right over. But Steve grabbed hold of his captain's coattails as old Jim hung over the edge with an enormous smile on his face. There she be! The biggest and most beautiful whale in all the world! He cried. And with even more beautiful treasure inside her! But as Gertrude dove under the water, she went further and further and further down until nobody could see her anymore. The waves began to get smaller and the crashing sounds against the ship got quieter. Gertrude had disappeared. The crew of the Golden Plunder all peered over the edge of the ship, looking eagerly to see if they could spot the enormous whale. How could a whale that big just disappear all of a sudden? Where's she gone? cried one pirate. She was here just a minute ago, called another. Old Jim Fishbreath stared deep into the water below, looking hard to see where she might be. Everything was still and quiet for a moment, but then the water began to wobble and wave before suddenly, whoosh, up came Gertrude from the bottom of the ocean with her enormous mouth wide open and with a crum and a boom, she swallowed the golden plunder, pirates and all. went Gertrude and swallowed the golden plunder whole. With a loud whoop, the ship slid and skidded down into the belly of the giant beast. <coughs> went one pirate. I want my mummy, cried another. The ship spun and spun until finally it came to a rest with a loud thud. The pirates stood up and began to wobble dizzily all across the ship. The sounds of confused pirates filled the stomach of Gertrude. I don't know which way is up. My belly feels all wibbly wobbly. You're lucky, I can't even feel my belly. One-armed Steve was so dizzy that he walked around and around and around in circles until finally... He was brought to a stop by old Jim, who put both of his hands on his shoulders, then pointed around at Gertrude's belly. Isn't she magnificent? He shouted. Look at the size of her! Steve looked up at his captain confused and said, But captain, uh, we're stuck inside her belly. That we be, said old Jim. But we also be trapped in here with a boat full of treasure. Look! And he pointed over at something in the distance. There, sat on the other side of Gertrude's belly, was a ship 
that had obviously been there for a very long time. I'd bet all the gold in the world that that ship over there is the very ship we've been looking for all this time, full of all kinds of wonderful treasures, old Jim said with a grin. As old Jim pointed, each of the pirates, who were now starting to feel a bit better and much less dizzy, walked over to the side of the ship to get a better look. The ship they were looking at was huge, even bigger than the golden plunder, and covered in lots of seaweed and slime. It must have been there for at least a hundred years. Right, me band of buccaneers! We've been searching for this there treasure for years, and there it be. All hands to action! Let's go get ourselves the biggest pile of plunder we've ever seen! And with that, every scurvy sea dog ran below deck to their hammocks. They unhooked them from the wall and tied the ends to make enormous sacks ready to load full of treasure. They threw down the ladders from the side of the ship and began to make their way down to the floor of Gertrude's belly. Ugh! It was disgusting, covered in a salubrious slime, and oh, it smelled of a hundred years' worth of rotten fish and seaweed. It smells as bad as the captain's breath. Oh, it must be all the tuna sandwiches," said one pirate. But he quickly quietened down as old Jim Fishbreath turned round to him and let out a growl. <sighs> the crew slowly made their way across the vast, open space between the golden plunder and the wreck of the old ship on the other side. Every now and then, oh, a big gloop of something slimy would fall from the top of the whale's belly, landing with a spth. Sometimes. Right on the head of a pirate. At last, they arrived at the old ship. Oh, she's beautiful! Cried old Jim. But how will we ever climb aboard? The crew looked up, scratching their heads and pondering. I know! Piped up one-armed Steve as he grabbed hold of one of the enormous long ropes of seaweed hanging down the side of the ship. He gave it a, a tug. The seaweed. Stayed firmly attached to the ship. He, he gave it another tug just to be sure, and then he pulled himself up and began to climb the side of the boat using the seaweed as a rope. We can use all the seaweed on the ship to get aboard. It's all over the side. There should be enough for everyone to find themselves a rope. Everyone was extremely impressed to see One-Armed Steve climbing up the side of the ship, but nobody was surprised. There was a reason One-Armed Steve was the captain's right-hand man. He was the best climber aboard, and also he was the best musician. In fact, there wasn't a whole lot that Steve couldn't do. Old Jim Fishbreath was incredibly impressed. He would have never thought of that. Good thinking, Steve. He said as he grabbed hold of a rope of seaweed and began to pull himself up. When the pirates arrived at the top, they pulled themselves over and onto the deck. Right, ye scurvy sea dogs! I want this ship searched from top to bottom. Let's find this treasure.
The pirates hurried about their business. They searched in the cannons. They searched in the kitchen. They searched in the bedrooms. They searched in the crow's nest. They even searched in the toilet. Finally, there was only one place left to search. Old Jim Fishbreath walked towards the door of the captain's quarters and pushed them open. Suddenly, the inside of Gertrude's belly was filled with a bright and glittering light. Inside was the most enormous pile of treasure the world had ever seen. The pirates let out a "yar" and rushed into the room with the big sacks they'd made out of their hammocks. They stuffed them full of diamonds, rubies, pearls, gold, and all kinds of wonderful things. Right, throw them down over the side of the ship, and let's make our way back to the golden plunder," called Old Jim. With a heave and a ho, the pirates dragged their enormous sacks of treasure to the side of the ship and pushed them up over and let them topple, falling down to the floor of Gertrude's belly. When the pirates first fell into the belly of the giant whale, they wished there wasn't all the slime and gloop. But now, they were really rather happy it was there, as it meant the huge bags of treasure just. Slid along the floor, making it much easier to get all their new plunder back to their ship. It also made it fairly easy for the pirates to push the golden plunder back up, up, up to the mouth of the enormous whale. Half of the crew of pirates got behind the ship and gave it a push, while the rest went ahead, tying long ropes of seaweed around it and gave it a heave. All the while, old Jim Fishbreath sat on top of the pile of glittering gold, chuckling to himself and saying, "Ha ha ha ha! I'm the richest pirate in all the world." But when they arrived at Gertrude's mouth, they realised there was one huge, enormous whale-sized problem. How were they going to open her mouth and get out? We could ask very nicely. Said one pirate, but one-armed Steve replied,、uh, well, "Well, that would be the polite thing to do, but but she's not going to hear us. We're much too small." They all had a long, hard think, but nobody could come up with a good idea. But then, just as the captain was fiddling with his beard, a hair from his moustache tickled his nose, and. And he let out an enormous "Joe!" <laughs> Steve jumped to his feet and shouted, "I've, I've got it!、Uh, let's make her sneeze! Quick, bring down one of the huge sails. We'll wave it above us to tickle the roof of Gertrude's mouth. That should make her sneeze, and hopefully, we'll shoot right out." Quick as a flash, every pirate got to work and did their bit. They climbed the Jacob's ladder and. Unhooked one of the sails. All three hundred pirates grabbed hold of one side of the sail. They held it above their heads and began to run back and forth, back and forth across the ship, faster and faster from side to side, until the sail began to wave above their heads. Up, up, up the sail rose until the very smallest corner of it touched. And tickled the roof of Gertrude's mouth. 
For a second, nothing happened. But then there was a rumble. The whole of Gertrude's mouth gave a shiver. The boat began to shake, and then, suddenly, whoosh! With an enormous sneeze from Gertrude, the golden plunder was lifted into the air and thrown out of her mouth. <laughs> Went all the pirates as they flew through the air. I'm the first captain to have a flying pirate ship! Cried old Jim. With an almighty splash, the golden plunder landed back into the ocean. Thud! Went the pirates as they landed on the deck of their ship. Oh, they slowly got up with a groan and wiped off all the goo that had come with them. Right, no time to waste. Let's go bury this treasure. But instead of running around and obeying his orders, every pirate stood still. Come on, you lazy lot, get to it. We've got treasure to bury. But again, they stood still. Steve walked up to Old Jim. Excuse me, Captain,、uh, but I think you might owe the men a thank you. What do you mean? Asked Jim. Well, we were just eaten by a whale, and then we were covered in slime and seaweed. Then we dragged all the treasure back onto the ship, and after that, we pulled the ship back up to Gertrude's mouth, and to top it all off. We were just sneezed out of a whale. Old Jim looked out at his crew. Each and every one of them looked very tired. I know how you love your treasure, but but instead of burying it, don't you think it would be nice to share it? After all, if these pirates hadn't worked so hard, you wouldn't have it at all. Plus. Why even bury treasure at all? You've got more treasure than you'd ever be able to spend. Don't you think it would be nice to say thank you to your crew? This made old Jim think. He did love treasure, but as he looked out at his crew of pirates, he realized something. He loved them even more. They made him laugh. They helped him when times are tough. And they made him happy when he was feeling down. You're right. If it weren't for all of you, I wouldn't be captain of this amazing ship. But the thing that makes this ship even more amazing is the pirates that are on board it. All right then. We'll split the treasure evenly. The pirates jumped up and down with glee, hugging each other. But I think the first person to choose which bit of treasure they would like should be my right-hand man, One Arm Steve, for all the brilliant ideas he's had. The pirates all agreed. They loved Steve. He'd been the hero of the day. They began to chant his name and rushed over to him, lifting him up into the air and spinning him around. And just at that moment, a parrot flew down from the sky. Drawn to the ship by all of the glittering gold, it flew down and perched on the shoulder of Old Jim Fishbreath and cried, "Gah! What's that smell of fish?" And so the crew split the treasure amongst them, and each of the pirates became extremely rich. 
but the thing that made them happiest of all was the fact that they had each other. They sailed the world, and everywhere they went, people knew who they were. They were known as the jolliest pirates of the seven seas, and that was the tale of Old Jim Fishbreath and the crew of the Golden Plunder. Thank you so much for joining me on that adventure. What was your favourite part of the story? Who was your favourite character? Maybe you could use your imagination to draw something. I'd love to see what you make. Maybe you could even write a story of your own. If you're enjoying Tall Tales with Alex, don't forget to tell your friends about it. It would be amazing to share these journeys with even more children. There's loads more adventures to go on, so don't forget to subscribe and follow to be the first to find out when a new story is ready to listen to. Parents, guardians, and teachers, you can find me at Tall Tales Alex on Twitter and Tall Tales with Alex on Instagram. I'm already looking forward to our next adventure. See you then.